This podcast is about inappropriate behaviours. First, I want to talk about alcohol. Alcohol will affect your career as a footballer because it can make you do very bad stuff that you are not in control of, of your body at that moment in time. Also, this can affect your fitness later down the line in your career. Drinking alcohol can make you put weight on if you drink too much of it. Therefore, this can really affect a footballer's performance because they will not be able to train or play at full potential. An example for drinking alcohol is former Arsenal and England midfielder Paul Merson, who battled a few inappropriate behaviours such as alcoholism and drug addiction. Secondly, I want to talk about drugs. Drugs are very bad. They're illegal. Drugs will affect you because you could get highly addicted and in training or games, it will definitely stand out that you are not yourself. This will then leave managers and doctors confused and later on decide to get you checked. If you then get caught with drugs, you will face consequences such as Fernando Court, who failed a drug test in 2001. He denied the allegation, but a B test confirmed him. He served four months and nine month ban and also fined £60,000. I'm going to move on to gambling. Gambling is inappropriate to footballers as they do not need to do it and it's highly addictive. Scott Davis, at one point, training with Reading first team in the Premier League, by his late 20s, he had lost over £200,000 to gambling. This goes to show when you have money as a footballer and then start to gamble, it will make you carry on as it's highly addictive. Now I'm going to talk on to smoking. Smoking will affect you because it's highly addictive and your fitness as a football player will go downhill because it will affect your lungs, making it harder to run and make your stamina worse. It's inappropriate to smoke as a footballer because you always want to be professional off and on the pitch, showing yourself as a role model to the younger generation. If you get caught smoking, you will get fined highly and have a possible ban. An example for this is Mario Balotelli, the Liverpool star, has made little effort to hide his bad habit and was once caught smoking on the train on the way to a game. Antisocial behaviour. Antisocial behaviour can give you a very bad reputation. Getting caught doing antisocial things such as stealing, racism, littering can lead to a criminal record and sometimes time in prison. This can then get you sacked for example, Gareth Barry stole a taxi while on tour. Social media. Social media can be a negative impact to your life because if you once posted a certain thing in life, that can that can then be reflected on and seen later on because it does not get deleted. Social media can be bad habit for a player because the fame could get to them more than having a dedication to football itself. Footballers such as Paul Pogba and Marcus Rashford earlier on this year was racially abused on social media. This can affect a footballer physically and mentally. Peer groups. Peer groups could be inappropriate to a footballer because it can lead to being peer pressured by the wrong group of people leading you to do then bad things such as stealing, robbing, antisocial behaviour. It is important to know who your real friends are when going out in public place or out in general because you never know what they could be up to and lead you down the wrong place thank you for listening to my seven inappropriate behaviors of professional footballers
appropriate behaviours. It is important that a professional footballer demonstrates the correct behaviours during competition and training. This can be done by following the rules and laws of the sport, for example, only committing to fair challenges with studs down. If a player divides from the rules, it can lead to injuries as well as sanctions such as fines and bans. This impacts their career in the short term as they may miss games and lose their place in the team and in the long term, reputation can be damaged. Sportsmanship and professionalism includes actions such as kicking the ball out of play when someone is injured and shaking hands after the match, whether they have won or lost. If a player is unsportsmanlike, the fans and opposition players will build a dislike towards them because they do not have demonstrate the qualities of a professional footballer. In the short term, play, players may be booed if they don't carry out sporting actions or clapped if they do. In the long term, unprofessionalism uh, behaviours such as turning up late to training may lead to a spell out of the team until they become more punctual. By exhibiting a high level of respect for teammates, opponents, staff and officials, footballers will benefit because they will automatically gain a better bond. Their team will be more respectful, leading to better results and their respect for opponents will make them seem a good person. However, failure to respect officials can lead to sanctions for dissent such as yellow and red cards. In the short term, respect for officials leads to players being available for more games due to less suspensions. In the long term, improved relationships between teammates can lead a team to great success, for example, trophies and promotions. A player, a professional footballer, Appearance gives an impression of their personality. If a player is dressed smartly and looks motivated and calm to a match, it will give supporters confidence that they are going to play well. However, if they are dressed poorly and are wearing items such as hats and headphones with poor posture, it makes them look disinterested and big time. By having poor appearance, players' reputation among the fans may go down and may prompt newspapers to write negative articles about them. Staying on the subject of reputation and media coverage, advocating equal opportunity in sport and in society can increase a player's popularity among fans and all areas of social media. Their work can involve different target groups. The UEFA Say No to Racism campaign. If a player negatively comments on any of these prevalent issues in sport and society, the backlash can be intense. They might also receive bans and fines from the FA. In the short term, media attention increases, even negative if their behaviour was inappropriate or positive if it was appropriate. In the long term, if a player is seen to have done something wrong, it may impact their future career opportunities as a club and other clubs, if they are looking to go, will not want a player with negative views towards particular target groups playing for them. Professional footballers can be self-reflective through techniques that include meditation and video analysis. This can help to clear their mind and analyse their performance, allowing them to make improvements to their technical, tactical and physical, psychological performances. However, 
These benefits won't take place if players aren't self-reflective, which could lead to stress and worry about how they perform in training and games. In the short term, footballers' mental health will improve, making them happier, which could lead to improved performance and on the pitch. In the long term, self-reflection techniques can be used throughout a player's career, allowing them to continually reflect and make constant improvements. A negative effect could be that player players become too relaxed and lose focus on their aims. Away from football, players' behaviour must be also very good. To begin, as with anyone, they must follow the rules and laws of society. It is even more important for a professional footballer because they are seen as a role model for the younger generation. Inappropriate and illegal behaviours and activities such as drinking, drink driving, must be strictly avoided. Otherwise, in the short term, there will be punishments such as prison time and fines, and in the long term, their reputation as a role model will vanish. Players must respect the public in their role as a professional footballer, whether during a competitive game or in everyday life. In return, they will receive the same good, respectful treatment in return. However, if players are not respectful, they may receive bad attention such as negative media articles or booing during a game. It is important to respect family and friends. This is because most likely, without their support, a professional footballer wouldn't be in the place they are. For example, family members giving lifts to training when they were younger. By being respectful, they will also continue their ongoing support. It is vital for a player to respect the media more so in the modern day. This is because a footballer's every move is tracked and analysed due to the growth. This can lead to decrease in mental health and performance due to a player worrying and in the long term, they may never be able to live a story down. Furthermore, social media is available to the vast majority of football fans, meaning word spreads quickly of any big news stories surrounding a player. This means there is no hiding place if a player is guilty of any silliness off the pitch, for example, a drunken night out. As a result, players will receive unwanted negative coverage instead of talk about their performance on the pitch. With so, much media coverage of their football footballing ability professionalism footballers become role models for aspiring youngsters therefore it is vital that they demonstrate good appropriate behaviors at all time otherwise they are likely to lose their status as a good role model good role models will speak politely and respectfully to their fans teammates and the media and will show all the correct behaviors if a player behaves inappropriate with actions such as bad language or drinking and gambling, similar to the case of John Terry, they may receive sanctions from the FA or their club. Appropriate behaviours on top of their footballing ability will lead to people looking up to them for many years to become youngsters' dream of being a professional footballer. And by being a good footballer, it makes it more appealing. It is also important that players show humility. One reason for this is so that they continue to improve as a player as they still have the hunger to become a better player rather than already believing that they have reached their maximum potential. Another reason is 
that players don't big themselves up when speaking to the media. For example, if in a post-game interview a player says he is the best in the team, he will be under immense pressure to prove himself right in further games. As a result, his performance may suffer. Humility makes a player more likeable because they work hard in silence and let their performances do the talking rather than being big-headed about their ability. For a professional footballer, criticism comes from four main areas, spectators, media, professionalism and personal. Spectators criticise players when they pay good money to go watch them play and go into their stadium and when their players don't perform good enough, it can get to their nerves. If a player makes one mistake that can lead to a goal or a missed chance, that can then ruin the fans leaving them to want them out of the team. This can also come from them on social media where players constantly get judgement. A player for this is Ollie McBurney, who was trending on Twitter for a week or two for bad performances. These comments can be damaging for a player because they work hard all the time and to see negative comments about them can affect their mental health. This can then keep affecting them on the pitch, leaving them to shy about on the pitch and yet again not perform. However, it could encourage a player because bad comments can make them come back stronger and prove to social media and fans that they are capable of doing well. As a professional footballer, they must be able to comply with the financial demands and pressure of elite sport. One main aspect is contractual agreements which ensure all money that is required to be paid into and out of a footballer's bank is done in line with the agreement. This can include agent fees and bonuses. The pressure of this can mount a player due to their complexity. Therefore, the top players with more money hire accountants to take care of their financial worries. Sponsorships are also given to players to promote their products such as Adidas and Nike. For example, Messi wears Adidas boots and this inspires young children to wear their boots because their favourite footballer does also. Also, the player gets supplied with kit and allows them to earn extra money. Although there are many financial benefits of a sponsorship, this comes with pressure of, to the player as they are only allowed to wear the brand and cannot change due to signing a contract. All of the tax from a player's wages is monitored by the club they play for, so it isn't something for the player to worry about. This means it is important for a player to understand the rules around tax or they could end up being punished with fines. Personal financial worries are also something footballers have to deal with. This revolves on how they, they spend their money that they have earned. If you are not a local player, then you will get put in digs so that you are not travelling every day. But if you live over here, where you play for the club, then mortgages and rent have to be paid. And depending on how big your house is, will depend on how expensive it will be. The consequences for not paying this is being kicked out of the house. Therefore, you always have to save your money and spend it wisely. This is why it is important to organise a weekly or monthly budget. Players with children have to pay childcare for when they are away and busy with football. Footballers are expected to live up to expectations of fans and coaches. This can cause internal pressure where they feel pressure of breeding to perform well week in and week out. This can add up and cause stress for the player and their ability. For example, a striker feeling they aren't world class and cannot score as many goals. Internal stress can also be caused by injuries, resulting about a player being dropped from the team for months. However, this can be helped by a player talking to coaches or even their family members. Another way to switch off 
could be going out for food with them or even playing on your Xbox or PlayStation. These methods of relaxation can lead to better performances because a player will feel good about themselves and go into a game fully focused and with a good attitude. A professional footballer's relationship can be either professional or personal. Professional relationships are based on how they get on with their coaches and players. These can either be relaxed or critical depending on how well they mix with each other or if they clash. It is important that everyone is supporting, encouraging and demanding in order to allow the player to reach their maximum potential. This is, includes coaches, physios or even analysis. Personal relationships are also important to a professional footballer's lifestyle. It is important that the player's friends and family are able to support and do other stuff to get the player's mind off things. Behaviour and lifestyle management. Mentoring and coaching strategies to manage behaviours and lifestyle choices of professional footballer are very important. These are employed by clubs to help and guide players from dangerous habits such as drinking and gambling to encourage them into more positive stuff such as charity work. Guidance can be given by the players' mentors through discussion sessions. The positives about this is that it will allow players to focus on their football while staying healthy and away from inappropriate activities, which means in the long term it will benefit their football career because of their good attitudes towards training. Group and one-to-one discussions. In particular, their own tutors will lead to good advice on how to have a good lifestyle choice. They are able to educate young professionals on how it is best to go about their life. These one-to-one sessions can lead to Q&As to give the player an opportunity to raise any issues they may have. The tutor will then give any advice and help needed. In the short term, this is of benefit to the player because it gives them someone to talk to as well as good advice. Therefore, improving their lifestyle and mental side, a footballer's mental health can be managed by a psychologist who can talk through any issues a player may have. There are a collection of individuals involved at football clubs whose role is to help to improve different aspects of a professional footballer's lifestyle. For example, a nutritionist who educates players on how to eat and drink quickly to perform at their maximum ability. They also help to prevent health issues such as diabetes by giving advice on how many sugars and fat is okay to consume daily. In the short term, a player's performance in games improves and in the long term, a good diet leads to life and quality of life lasting longer. Another factor of day-to-day football life that is important to be managed is a change in routine. This can often be a shock to the system and may involve a change in training times, venues or the days of games. It is the role of a performance lifestyle manager to deal with any problems a player may be having in relation to this, such as a player not getting enough rest. It is also their job to help with a solution, for example, advising less training in the week or getting more sleep. In the short term, this reduces the chance of a player getting injured and improves performance and mental health. A professional footballer's mental well-being can contribute to their performance on the pitch. Performances are better when a player is happier and has few issues on and off the pitch. A psychologist's role at a football club is to protect the player's well-being through, as previously mentioned, one-to-one private discussions and coaching of the strategies of how to maintain a good level of mental health, for example, meditation, to clear a player's mind. 
in the short term, a clear focused mind leads to improved performance as a result of advice given by psychologists and less issues and negative thoughts. In the long term, the strategies taught to a player by a psychologist can be used for the rest of their career, therefore preventing mental health issues such as stress and depression in the future. If a player is injured or unfit, they are unable to play football. The role of a coach is to monitor training loads of professional footballers and to teach them stretching and mobility. Maintenance techniques is an attempt to prevent injuries. Physiotherapists deal with players who are injured and it is their role to help them recover back to full fitness from their injury in the short term. A reduced chance of injury results in more game time for a player and therefore more opportunities to impress coaches, fans, other teams. In the long term, it leads to a longer career in football. Some players make the positive lifestyle choice by taking up additional activities away from football that are good for the body and mind. For example, yoga or as men- mentioned before, meditation. These are relaxed seen activities that clear a player's mind and relax their body, possibly after a stressful, hard day playing football. In the short term, these additional activities allow an opportunity to recharge before playing football again in the following day. In the long term, after a few sessions, players will develop these activities into their routine, positively impacting their mental health by reducing stress. A range of medical support services are made available to professional footballers. On top of the NHS, footballers will also have access to a club doctor, mental health support and addiction services. By having these services in place, all aspects of an individual's health can be mentored and monitored, managed and further improved. In the short term, if a player breaks a bone, the NHS will provide medical attention and operations if required. Also in the short term, if a player is suffering from an illness, the club doctor role is to assess them and recommend the correct treatment and medicines as well as how much time away from the club they need to recover. In the long term, if for any reason a player has become addicted to drugs or alcohol, addiction services are in place to attempt stop and recover from the addiction as well as to continue to support them in the future to prevent it from happening again. The PFA is a professional footballer's player support service and can deal with a player's welfare, social or medical issues. For example, if a retired professional footballer who is a PFA member needs a knee replacement at the age of 50 up to 60, the PFA are likely to provide funds towards the operation similar If a player becomes addicted to gambling, the PFA will provide mental health support and services to pull them away from their addiction. The PFA is a brilliant service because they will support any players for any issues in the short and long term. Family and friends can either positively or negatively affect a footballer's behaviour and lifestyle choices. On the one hand, they can guide and support them into worthwhile and beneficial pastimes such as reading, charity work, benefiting performances because it leads to improved mental health in addition to improving their reputation among the fans. 
On the other hand, footballers can be peer pressured into inappropriate behaviours such as taking drugs and gambling activities that can lead to bans and huge fines, therefore negatively affecting their career in the long term because they will have had a bad reputation. For example, former Chelsea captain John Terry used to have a big gambling problem that began at the age of 30. He is reported to have gambled huge sums of money, in some cases over £100,000 at a time. Luckily, he received support for his addiction before going out of control and led to financial issues. After diverting away from inappropriate behaviours and lifestyle choices, it is likely that Terry's mental health has improved. However, if he had run into financial issues, he may have become depressed and turned to alcohol or drugs. Another poor lifestyle choice in the short in the short term by making changes to his lifestyle, Terry is in more control of his finances because he is not losing large sums of money, therefore benefiting his mental health. On top of this, the long term benefit is that he can focus more on his own business interests, which includes multiple properties and his own fashion brand. By changing his lifestyle, he has begun making profit from businesses rather than making losses from gambling. Welcome to my last and final podcast. Today I'll be discussing how professional footballers can communicate effectively with fans, media, teammates and support staff, which is something they're likely to encounter frequently due to the level of fame. Throughout their career, professional footballers will be tasked with many opportunities and challenges where communication is important. This podcast, I will discuss the appropriate behaviours of professional footballers that go with them. When speaking as a professional footballer, lots of details go into communicating effectively. Firstly, speech should be accurate and clear so that the people listening, either fans or teammates, understand exactly the message the player is trying to get across and can get an impression of how the footballer is feeling. For example, if the captain is giving direct orders, accurate communication will more than often lead to the players following and a better chance of winning. If communication isn't clear, players will struggle to understand what they need to do. If, for example, a footballer is giving a speech at a charity event, they need to prepare the communicate in order to engage the audience and get their message across clearly. This can be done through rehearsals and research to ensure the message is clear and the information given is accurate. In a situation such as a post-game TV interview, it is important that players give a good account of themselves through their appearance and personal delivery of their interview and look directly at them as it shows that they are serious. This is important so that fans watching from home know that the player is motivated, professional and referring to them, therefore promoting them to believe that the player is giving all they can for the fans during games. Good appearance includes good body language which shows that they are willing to speak on live tv and that they know what they are talking about often a smile goes down well with fans through verbal communication fans can tell if a player is motivated through an upbeat tone of voice good technical vocabulary without these attributes players can get the impression that they are disinterested timing is also important for footballers when they are speaking if they speak too quickly they will appear as if they are rushing, as if they are nervous and the information won't be understood clearly by the listeners. However, if the speech is too slow, it will consume too much time and may bore the listeners. Good pace and timing engages the audience and allows them to consume information much more easily. 
It shows them what kind of character you are and gives them a chance to feel your expressions. It is important that the requirements of different people and situations are taken into account when communicating. This is because a professional player will speak very different during a training session with their teammates to when they are addressing an audience at, say, a charity event. Their tone will be more louder with sharper commands when in a competitive situation in order to get a quick, clear message across. If a player spoke calmly with a slower pace, as if they were addressing an audience when on the pitch, the information is unlikely to be taken in, possibly leading to a mistake. This is because football is a touch sport and requires responsibilities. To communicate effectively, players must understand and utilise different effect methods of communication in the appropriate scenery. To begin, verbal communication is the most effective method when on the pitch. It is important for players in all positions to instruct players around them of where they should run or pass the ball. For example, a striker asking for the ball on their strong foot from a midfielder. If players fail to verbally communicate correctly, their teammates may make the wrong decision or get themselves down after a mistake. Through written communication, it is important that elite footballers write with good grammar and punctuation to make them look professional and so the information they are trying to say isn't misunderstood. Additionally, pro footballers who have a large social media following need to be careful what they post on sites such as Instagram and Twitter because anything negative they put on can be seen which lead to widespread criticism and punishments. For example, a player being fined by the FA. In particular, during the COVID-19 outbreak, Communication through video conferencing and voice chat is very important. It is important that players look interested and get engaged through their phone camera so that the person talking knows they are actively listening. In opposition, if a player has their camera or microphone turned off and is not contributing much to a conversation, it shows that they are disinterested. If a player is presenting, for example, a virtual charity event, they, may, they must display good verbal communication techniques, such as good tone and clear, well-paced speech. It is also of benefit to be positioned on the screen in a way that their shoulders and head are in the middle of the screen. Body language is vital for professional footballers in all aspects of communication that they will experience in their life as a footballer. On the pitch, body language can be used to instruct teammates that they want the ball and where they want the ball by hand movements towards their foot. Off the pitch, similar to active listening, good body language makes a player look engaged and shows that they are listening. This can come through a good posture. Alternatively, bad body language is demonstrated through lack of eye contact, crossed arms and being slouched. This can make a player look bad in their eye of fans, in particular who will get the impression that they aren't motivated enough to play for the team. It is vital for a, play, a professional footballer to have effective relationships with all the areas of the media, including written press, TV, radio, internet and social media. Written press writes match reports of games, often aimed at an older audience. These match reports can praise or criticise a player, usually fairly, over their performance. However, newspapers such as The Sun are always looking for an intriguing headline for their readers, meaning they may exaggerate a poor performance or mix players' words to make them sound worse or embarrass them.
For a player to avoid this, they must conduct themselves well on and off the pitch with clear communication to get their message across effectively. On TV, channels such as Sky Sports broadcast live media interviews after a game. In order to conduct themselves correctly, they should practice key communication skills. For example, good timing and tone of speech and positive body language. If communication skills are poor with the interviewer, fans may be prompt to believe that the player is unmotivated, especially if the team has just lost leading to them gaining a bad reputation. However, this makes verbal skills such as vocabulary and tone of the voice even more important so that a player can convey his feelings and emotions prior to or after a game. If a player's voice stays at the same tone and he is speaking very basically, fans will be led to believe that they are unmotivated and bored. It also gives the sense that the player does not want to interact with the fans, making them less likeable. The comments on these sites can include quite brutal criticism, which is why it is of benefit to a player to avoid reading the comments or of some fans on the internet. If a player becomes affected by by something they see, performance level may go down because of panic and worry. Players must use social media responsibly so as to not give away any crucial tactics to a game. If a player posts such as a team sheet on one of their platforms, their large following will be likely to pick up and repost until it goes viral. Actions such as these can lead to punishments such as large fines and spells at the starting eleven. Players mustn't express their views on sensitive topics on social media. This is because it will prompt disagreements between them and some of the fans. Also, in the case of Ryan Babel, he posted a picture of a referee in a rival shirt. Criticism that didn't go down well with the FA, who banned him for a series of games for improper conduct. As part of being a professional footballer, players must establish effective relationships and communication with the colleagues and club staff. Firstly, it is vital to communicate well with teammates on the pitch to pass on the tactic, asking for the ball and encouraging off the pitch to develop friendships and improve the bond between the team. Effective on the pitch communication leads to more goals scored and less mistakes leading to goals, for example, the player informing his defenders of an attacker making a run. Increasing chances of winning. If communication is poor, more mistakes are made and players don't perform as a team due to a lack of understanding. Also, relationships with all other staff members at the club are important, whether it is the first team manager or education tutor. All colleagues must be treated with respect because it pr- improves how you are seen in their eyes. Therefore, they are likely to get along better, which is a benefit when working together day in and day out. These standards should be abided by and respected by the player. For example, fines must be paid on time if you are fined. Fitness programs should be followed. If a player does not behave correctly, they fall below what is expected of a professional player and lose the respect of some staff. Thank you for listening.